Hello, hello, hello. Hello and welcome to TIB, the Immigrant Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Mudupe Oguyemi. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the place where we share tips and insights on how immigrants can secure the bag in their respective new countries. As you know, we always start with a disclaimer. This is not financial advice, and I am not a financial advisor. Everything we say here is meant for education and entertainment only. Please note that investing comes with risks, so please do your own due diligence or consult a financial advisor before making any investment decision. Okay, so let's take a look at what's been happening in the markets in the past week. It was a super interesting week, people. Markets were red. <laughs> My goodness. You all really need to stay out there, folks. Like, seriously, stay safe out there. These are very, very interesting times. To be honest, I don't think anyone can accurately predict what's going to happen in the coming weeks or coming months or even the coming year, to be very honest. The dynamics are just so, so unprecedented. The dynamics are just so, so unpredictable this time around. And there's a lot of talk around recession or no recession, depending on who you listen to and who you choose to believe, okay? Some people say we are already in a recession. Some people say we are going to be in a recession. Some people say a recession is coming in 2023 or 2024. Again, it all depends on who you're listening to and what their data points are. And yet some other people say there won't be a recession at all. Okay, so it's a very uncertain time. And the one thing we know for sure, okay, is that we are not sure of what's going on. <laughs> we can see that um, we can see that it's very uncertain times, and we all saw how the market swung last week. It was it was really crazy. Everywhere was red. Everywhere you looked on the stock charts, everywhere was red. And indeed, it's been swinging that way in the last few months. To be very honest, you know, we've seen lots of red days. We've seen some green rallies. We've seen green rallies swing back to red. There's just so much going on right now. And the volatility that we have had in the stock market this year is just crazy, 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 like super duper crazy. Like I'm not even, not exaggerating it guys. So what happened last week? Last week, inflation was back in the news in a not so good way, okay? And it brought with it renewed fears of yet another Fed rate hike and fears that that might tip the economy into a recession. And I'm talking about the US economy here, by the way, but that's almost like a litmus test for many other economies, isn't it? So for me, it's all a great learning experience because it's really insightful to see in real time 
how each of the industries that make up the financial markets, each of the sectors, how they play off themselves or feed off each other, if you like. For instance, as the stock prices took a plunge last week and bonds took a plunge too, you know, as a matter of fact, both were said to experience the biggest losses we've seen in decades. Yet, oil prices actually rallied. Like, oil prices actually grew. It's really interesting, the dynamics of of how these sectors are performing at the moment. And a few other commodities rallied as well. So it's interesting to see that not every single sector dropped at the same time last week. And over time, actually, in the market, that's what we've been seeing play out in the last few weeks and last few months. Even the real estate sector held up last week. Would you believe that? I am personally surprised. Because apparently home prices and rents have been climbing. So the real estate sector held up last week. And who would have thought? Because, I mean, man, I don't know about you, but it's really mental reading all of these reports. Like it's really mental trying to make sense of it all. In one breath, you read that house prices are falling. In another breath, you read that they are rising. (laughs) Like, what are we to believe? Which data should we rely on? You know, it's just all so confusing. One data point that is consistent across board, though, is inflation. Everyone is agreed that inflation is high, has been high, and is still high, (laughs) despite all the central bank's efforts to lower it. Okay? It is proving to be super, super stubborn. And this is what is freaking the markets out because. People are concerned that the persistently high inflation rate may push central banks to continue on the path of further aggressive rate hikes. Already here in Canada, there's talk that the Bank of Canada may record an interest rate earning deficit for the first time in like forever. Okay, so that's how, that's how serious these indices are. And there's also the concern that continued high inflation may affect other sectors of the financial markets that would otherwise have been safe havens for investors to go and park their money, okay? Like if you look at the earlier part of this year, inflation was driving up the costs of food and energy, but other sectors such as commodities held up. And so those were sort of like a hedge against inflation for investors. But now, with core inflation rising, even those commodities are at risk, okay? Those those sectors are at risk. So also bonds and real estate trusts and so on and so forth. All of those sectors that would otherwise have been safe havens for investors are now at risk with core inflation rising. So it's almost like a catch-22 situation (laughs) because we saw energy prices start to fall. But then commodities are now falling too, unlike before where if one went down, the other one would go up. Now everything is falling together. It's a really interesting situation out there. And as central banks around the world continue to tighten their monetary policies in an attempt to rein in this raging inflation, the easy money that we saw which helped drive stocks and bonds during the pandemic, for instance, may not be there. And honestly, from all the indications, it does look like more monetary policy tightening is coming. 
Because I mean, with all the aggressive rate hikes we've seen this year, it is fair to say that people were expecting a lower CPI number in August. At the very least, even if only a marginal uh, drop, but at least a drop. However, <laughs> the opposite was the case. The US CPI number rose by 0.1% in August. And you might say, oh, that's marginal, but bear in mind that there had been several rate hikes leading up to August, uh, which were expected to have the impact or the effect of lowering the number. So a rise is definitely not what analysts were looking for, given all of the activities you know, that we had seen leading up to that point. This was announced, this new CPI report was announced last Tuesday, and that's why the markets turned red. Very bright red, <laughs> as we all saw last week. And if you don't know what CPI is, it's short for Consumer Price Index. We explained it in one of our previous episodes, so please go listen to that in order to understand what it is and why it is important. CPI is super important, guys. And core inflation, that is the inflation stat that excludes data on sectors like food and energy, also rose by 0.6% in August. I really don't want to be boring you with stats, to be honest. You can read all of that up on Yahoo Finance or on Bloomberg, or just simply Google it, like Google CPI report for August, okay? You will see all the numbers and the breakdown and all of that there. What I want to do or what I want to try to do <laughs> is to help make sense of it all and explore ways in which we can potentially protect our finances in these times, okay? I think everyone is still trying to make sense of it, to be honest. Even the top analysts and the top organizations with all, with all the algorithms and tools for predicting trends. There's a lot of predictions and counter predictions out there. So I kind of feel like everyone is trying to understand what's going on right now. Everyone's trying to make sense of it. So maybe let me just share what I am thinking about all these. Okay. I think now more than ever, cash is king. And I remember saying this in one of the earliest episodes of TID. Again, if you haven't watched it or if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to our previous episodes. There's a ton of solid information, valuable information there for you guys. Um, so yeah, cash is king. That's what I would say. And I know a lot of people say cash is the worst assets to hold and blah, blah, blah. But in a world of uncertainty like the one we are in right now, you really want to have a strong safety net in cash. I mean, assets are great. Don't get me wrong. And assets are a great multiplier of wealth and all of that. Yes, I'm all for it. But if you need money today or tomorrow, you cannot put your house up for sale and get that money right away. That's not going to happen. But if you have money in the bank, all you need to do is withdraw that money and go attend to your emergency. You know, like literally just walk into the bank, get your money and go handle your business. It's that simple. So in these uncertain times, please, please, please do keep a sufficient cash flow. I personally, that's what I would do. And yes, when the markets are red, 
stocks are on sale and all of that. It's the people say it's a good time to buy and blah, blah, blah. But due diligence at all times, ladies and gentlemen, due diligence. It is only with due diligence that you would know if a stock is really, really on sale and if it's worth buying at whatever price points. You know, you need to know what your entry points are. You need to know all of those things. You need to know how to evaluate a stock to know if it's a good price to buy, regardless of whether the market is red or not. Okay, so due diligence, ladies and gentlemen, at all times. And like they say, don't be house rich and cash poor. I would also say, do not set yourself up to be stock rich and cash poor. Okay? Although um, stocks are a much more liquid asset than properties, and you can potentially convert them to cash pretty quickly. But, and this is a very big but, with the volatility that we are seeing in the market these days, do you really want to stake your short term emergency funds on it? We don't know if the markets have bottomed out yet or not. We don't, we don't know if the markets are going to continue to fall next week or if they are going to go up. So if you take all of your emergency <laughs> savings and park into the stock market because right now it's red and stock prices are discounted and blah, blah, blah. And then tomorrow, next week, next month, it plunges again. What are you going to do? And you need money in the, in the short to medium term. What are you going to do? Okay. So my personal principle is to not invest in the market more money than you can afford to lose. That's rule number one. Rule number two is do not forget rule number one. <laughs> okay. So with the volatility that we are seeing in the market right now, do you really, really want to put all of your safety net, all of your emergency funds into that? I mean. Think about it. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. Everything I say here is for education and entertainment only. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is my message for you today. If you found this useful, please share with your friends and family. Let's all learn how to navigate these times and secure the bag together. Until next week, when I bring another episode of TIB, the Immigrant Bag Podcast, your way again, this is Mudupe saying, keep your friends close, keep your money closer, and keep your family closest.